around the world and here at home, bringing relief, hope, and the life-changing message of Jesus. You're listening to the Mize Missions Podcast with Terry Mize. Hello, everybody. God bless you and welcome today to Terry Mize Ministries Podcast. We are so glad you are here and are joining us, and we just thank God and are very honored for the opportunity to talk to you and that you've given us this time in your busy schedule to fellowship with us, hear the Word of God, and we're believing God, as always, that there'll be something <laughs> in any phrase or verse or reference that we that we share with you about that the Holy Ghost in your own spirit can hook onto, and it'll be a great blessing to you, and the Holy Ghost will preach you your own sermon on the inside. So we're just so grateful for that opportunity. You know, you, you have two ears on the outside to hear everybody else, but you have that voice, that heart on the inside, ears on the inside, to hear what the Spirit of God is saying to you by the Holy Ghost. And that inward voice is the only voice that God has to speak to you about. So um, we're looking forward to cooperating with that and believing that it will bear much fruit in your life every single day. We do want to remind you that that um, you can always invite somebody to join us uh, here at Terry Mize Ministries Podcast. You can find us at terrymize.com or the website terrymizeministries.org. And all of our products, our, our partner letter is there every month. All the podcasts are archived there, so you can basically listen to anything over the last year and a half, and it'd be a great blessing to you. Then our calendar, our preaching schedule, and then we have Terry has two Facebook pages personally, and then also he has Terry Mize Ministries on Facebook. So you can always find us somewhere, communicate with us, call our office, give us your prayer <coughs> requests, your uh, testimonies. Those are all wonderful. And those of you that are being led by the Spirit of God to partner with us on a monthly basis, we are so grateful for that and honored that you would obey and do that by the Holy Ghost. We are so thankful for our partners and we pray for you every single day. The blessing of the Lord, you're blessed coming in, you're blessed going out. The anointing of God rises up on the inside of you and causes you to prosper. I was just looking at some verses in Psalm 37 here today, and it says in verse 31 that the law of his God is in his heart, and none of his steps, your steps, shall slide. So I just pray over you, and Terry and I believe God with you today, that as the word of God rises up big on the inside in your heart, that even your steps, even everywhere you're going, being ordered of the Lord, that you won't slip and slide, <laughs> not only physical injury, but then mentally and emotionally slide off into some into some. Uh, erroneous ditch mentally in, in some thought process. So anyway, we love you. And uh, now Terry's going to come and talk to you and minister to you by the word of God. I know God always has something in his heart to bless you with. And as we've just come back from Branson, Missouri, and then we're headed out here in another uh, area over in Kansas. Uh, and it's just going to be a wonderful weekend to share and teach the word of God. Yeah, we'll be in Topeka, Kansas this uh, this Sunday with our dear friend Debbie Varney. That's right. And uh, <clears throat> Debbie's done a tremendous job. Our good friend Greg, Debbie's husband, uh, passed away last year. And uh, uh, they've had the church there in Topeka for years and years, been partners with our ministry for years and years, very dear friends. And and uh, Greg left us and went to heaven, and Debbie's just done a tremendous job of That's right. uh, continuing to pastor the church. You know, not every pastor's wife or not every preacher's wife will 
uh, will continue in the ministry uh, if their husband passes away or, right. or something happens. Um, but there are some that are anointed and called to do it. So, some right. ladies, uh, and there's no there's no shame in e- either direction. There's no, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not disparaging either, either way because I know ladies that are, that are absolutely called of God, and if their husband passed away and, uh, you know, left, then she'd just keep on going with that same anointing. She's anointed in her own right. And then other ladies, <clears throat> like my Jackie, uh, had, had uh, you know, had I passed away as, at first as opposed to Jackie passing away, um, you know, she, I knew for a fact she wouldn't continue on in the ministry. That wasn't her uh, life's calling she didn't feel. She certainly was called in the area of the supernatural childbirth and to talk to women about children and babies and raising children and all that kind of thing. But, you know, she wasn't, uh, she didn't want to be a preacher. She didn't feel like she was called to be a preacher. She was a great exhorter. Uh, and so a lot of times over the years, Renee, whenever someone would come to me for uh, ordination, wanted to be ordained into the ministry, and I'd sit and counsel the two of them, the couple, and uh, sometimes I'd ordain the, the wife as well because I knew that she was called of God just every, sure. every bit as much as he was, and that if he died or left, that she would continue right. on. And then others, I just ordained the husband because he was called, but she wasn't. And should something right. happen to him, she wouldn't do it. In your case, you know, obviously you were called and anointed of God all those many years ago, and and uh, right alongside Dean. And uh, and then when Dean passed away, and went on to heaven. You just continued without missing a beat. Mm-hmm. Continued in the ministry and continued pastoring the church and continued. And that's what Debbie's done. So anyway, we'll be at. Uh, um, light of the world. Light of the world, right Topeka, there on the freeway. Right there on the freeway, yeah. Beautiful piece and, of property. Uh, and uh, Debbie Varney, and so we'll be ministering there this this Sunday, and so we'd love to see our friends and partners there. That's right. Uh, and uh, be excited to see you, and come up and see us, and shake our hand, hug our neck, and tell us you're here. That's and, right. And uh, that's fun. But you know, we just finished last Sunday, Renee. We just finished Mother's Day. And Mother's Day is always a very special time, I think, and appreciate uh, the fact that we celebrate mothers, and and um, uh, there's just not enough you could say or enough you could do to honor <laughs> motherhood right. and what mothers go through. And and of course, we're we're in such a fatherless generation these days, exactly. and we're going to talk about that next month in yes. June because of Father's Day. That's right. uh, in fact, I feel in my spirit we may do you know more than one more than one podcast about right. fathers because. Because we are really in the natural world and also in the church, in the spiritual world. We're, we're really in a fatherless generation, and that's bad. God said don't do that. God said don't be caught in the field of the fatherless. And, don't, uh, and, and fathers are a big deal. And, right. and fathers are, are they're un, unsung heroes many times, the ones that stay with, stick with the stuff and do their job and a lot of times don't get the credit. Uh, and then the guys that just, you know, they're not real fathers. They're, they're just, you know, they... They got a lady pregnant and became a biological right. father, but they never right. ever knew how to be a father. And I preach a lot about uh, being what you become. You know, many women become a mother but never go ahead and be one, and many guys become a father but never go ahead and be one. Many, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, many Christians become a Christian but never go ahead and be one. They say I do and I accept Jesus and I believe on the Lord Jesus Christ as my Savior. They never go ahead then and get in the Bible, That's get right. the Word of God, and find out what a Christian does. And uh, I've often said, do you ever see a do you ever see a deacon deke when a deacon didn't know how, uh, what a deacon does when a deacon deeks? Or do you ever <laughs> see a pastor right. pastor when a pastor doesn't know what a pastor does when no, a pastor pastors? Right. Do you ever see a father try to father when a father doesn't know what a father does when a father fathers? And uh, and so same way with with these women. Thank God for women. Thank God That's for right. mothers. My, my, and you my. know the Bible doesn't always give a lot of credit to to women. It, it'll it'll call them. It may not even give their name. It may just say That's you know right. uh, it's like Samson's. Uh, 
mother. It says the angel came to the to the woman, you know, and doesn't even tell tell what her name is. And and then a lot of times the Bible just doesn't tell what the woman's name was. But Luke chapter eight, uh, I want to read chapter chapter eight uh, of Luke in verse one. It says it came to pass afterward that when he went went throughout every city and village preaching and showing the glad tidings of the kingdom of God, and the twelve, Renee, it says the twelve were with him. Right. Well, we all know that. Everybody knows that the 12 disciples followed him around, were with him, helped him do his meetings, helped him do crowd control, helped him get people back and forth and helped get the cripple to him to get healed. Right. And, you know, the 12 were always there. They were always sure. his ministry of helps. And uh, he couldn't have done the great things he did had he not had that tremendous ministry of helps, you know, uh, doing these things. And later on, he had another 70 <laughs> disciples. Uh, <clears throat> and it says the 12, uh, the, the 12 were with him. But the next verse, people really don't, I don't think know it's really in the Bible. The very next verse says, and certain women, mm-hmm. certain women, certain women. Anytime the Bible uses the word certain, he's not telling a parable or a, or an analogy right. or, a, no. or, a, you know, just a, an example. He's talking about real people. That's always and, a clue. And he, you know, it is, a, it's, it is always a clue. And he said, and certain women, which had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities, uh, and then he lists three of them. That's just huge for the Bible. That's it a big is. deal when the Bible names women. And, and here it says there were a whole bunch of women that traveled with him and helped him. But it names three of them specifically. It says, Mary called Magdalene, out of whom went seven devils, and Joanna, the wife of Chusa, Herod's steward, and Susanna, and many others. Many, not a few others, not some others, not one or two others, but many other women traveled with him all the time, mm-hmm. and which ministered to him, verse 3 says, which ministered to him of their substance. So in other words, they gave money to him. They, they ministered to him. They were partners of the ministry. Uh, they traveled with him just like the 12 traveled with him. They helped get those meetings arranged. You know, a woman can put a meeting together better than a man can. I mean, you know, <laughs> you know when I walk in every Sunday, we preach for some pastor somewhere. Yeah. And, and when we walk in at lunch to, to, to have lunch, I just keep standing till the, till the lady tells me where to sit. I mean, she's, she's got an organizational thing in her head where she wants everybody to sit. Mm-hmm. And, and so those ladies travel with Jesus and put, uh, help put those meetings together and get those people there and, 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 and get the people there to have miracles and so on and so forth. But then it also says they ministered to him, to Jesus, of their substance, of their money. And when it lists the three of them, it says Mary called Magdalene, uh, out of whom went seven seven devils. And then it says of Joanna, and then it tells you who Joanna was. It says that she was married to a guy named Chusa. Mm -hmm. And it tells you that Chusa, his job (laughs) was to take care of Herod's money. He was the steward. He was Herod, King Herod's steward. Uh, he took care of King Herod's money. I mean, this is the money guy. And yet the money guy for King Herod, his wife, ran around with Jesus and ministered to Jesus of her substance. That's right. Uh, and then, of course, it says, and Susanna and many others, others. many others. You know, I, I always uh, think about Mary Magdalene. I, I think she's gotten a bad rap over the years because uh, Bible... Uh, Bible mythology, I mean, preachers preach from the pulpit for, for centuries, I guess, that Mary Magdalene was a prostitute. And, you know, there's no there's no indication of that anywhere in the Bible. That's right. You know, Hollywood makes her a prostitute and everybody else makes her a prostitute. The church mm-hmm. makes her a prostitute. Mm-hmm. But the Bible never says that. Uh, the Bible just simply calls her Mary Magdalene. She was, a, she was of Magda. Right. And uh, Magda was known for having a lot of, uh, uh, or Magdala was known for having a lot of prostitutes. And so uh, everybody just says, well, ergo, one plus one is two. If she was from Magdala, then she must have been a prostitute. <laughs> uh, and, and, you know, that's just not true. I mean, 
we live in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and Tulsa's got a lot of prostitutes too, but not every woman in Tulsa is a prostitute. You yeah. know, Houston's <laughs> got a lot of prostitutes, but not every woman in Houston is a prostitute. No, that's right. uh, New York City's got a lot of prostitutes, but not every woman there is a prostitute. That's so right. so th- th- just making that jump all the years and calling her a, a prostitute just because she was uh, from a town that had lots of prostitutes, I, I've always thought it was unfair because, and she may have been a prostitute, who cares? I mean, if she was, she got saved and, and filled the Holy Ghost and that's she right. was, she, uh, was cleansed of her sins and, and she traveled with Jesus and, and was blessed and used a lot of God uh, to help Jesus get stuff done. So so I don't mm-hmm. care if she's a prostitute. I just say that, that I, I think she gets an unfair rap because we've just made a mental leap and said, well, she was from a town that had prostitutes, so she must be one. And that that's not necessarily true at all. No, that's not. But anyway, happy Mother's Day. We just had Mother's Day <laughs> last, uh, last week and uh, we just appreciate women. We appreciate mothers. Uh, and uh, I've often said, uh, chances are, if your mother didn't have any children, you won't either. <clears throat> so uh, thank God for mothers. You know, if you have, uh, thank God if you have a mother uh, still alive with you, and uh, thank God if you've got one like I do. That's uh, your mother still with us. She's just finished her ninety, just 90th had her ninetieth birthday, birthday and April. healthy and strong and doing well and a godly woman. Right. Uh, my mother, on the other hand, has been gone to heaven for nine years. She was a godly woman and raised right. me and taught me in church and taught me about Jesus and uh, and she's gone. So whether your mother's still with you and your mother's already gone on. Uh, thank God and thank God for them. You know, I remember when I was a little boy, uh, church used to make a big thing about Mother's Day. And uh, when I don't know if they did this in your denomination or your church when you was growing up, but in my church, if your mother was still alive, you wore a red flower in your lapel. A red one. Yeah, if you your know, you wear a red carnation away. or a red rose. Mm-hmm. And if your mother was passed away, you'd wear a white, white one. flower, a white mm-hmm. carnation or a white rose or something. So I guess we don't do that anymore or not, but just instantly by looking at somebody, you right. can tell if if their mother was still still living, still with us, or if I she su- had gone on ahead. I suppose churches are the only place people can actually go where their mothers and fathers will be honored uh, on a yearly basis in a dynamic, um, like on the actual day. I mean, where else are people going to go yes, that's right. than the local <clears throat> church to give that place distinction and honor? Sure. And I want to uh, just exhort pastors and leadership to not treat these days, we may call them Hallmark days, but there still is an opportunity just like Christmas. You know, people can gripe and complain about, well, you know, this isn't the actual birthday of Jesus Christ. Well, who gives a rip? Uh, We've got to celebrate the day one day or another. That's right. So, um, the the, the actual... Well, you know, a lot of my... Advent. Go ahead, go ahead. The actual advent of, uh, or event of the Lord Jesus Christ's birth changed the world forever and our calendars and everything that we are dealing sure. with in the last 2,000 years. And so it's important that the Christian sure, church... our calendars are actually marked by that's him. That's right. <laughs> our, the Christian church must hold the standard, keep the standard raised, sure. and continue to show honor and respect and value for those positions of father and mother the birth of the Lord Jesus Absolutely. Christ, even our Thanksgiving, the death, burial, and resurrection the of the Lord Jesus <laughs> oh, Christ, my goodness. Easter. Easter. I was going to name them all there. Thanksgiving Day, where we take an entire day in this nation. How unusual to just give thanks to God. Absolutely. And then our Independence Day, and then I'm working my way back on the calendar, but the, the Easter holiday, but we've got 
Father's Day and Mother's Day. We've got Veterans Day. We've got President's Day. And they're all days of honor. That's exactly right. And that's the thing that I feel like only the church can do, and the church can do it best. The church does it best, for sure. Yes, and the church should do it. So pastors, leadership, moms and dads, uh, don't treat these days as carelessly, flippantly, uh, you know, with just, oh, well, just a lick and a promise. But this is very, very important well, you know, for we our call children. Them holidays, but yeah. originally it was holy days. Yeah. And you it's, know, the, the, but it's so the important Easter's for you. It's a holy day. It's a sacred day. It's a special it, day to God. It is. And it's good for <coughs> children, teenagers, uh, people that are single, no matter who you are. The Bible says God sets the solitary among families. Mm -hmm. And when we're talking about bringing somebody into the family of God or into a, a literal family, and they begin to see how we honor the the no, days absolutely. that we have, and the, then we go to church and we see honor. Right. It's so extremely important to the soul for that to be marked down in a mind of a human no, being. Absolutely. That there is value, there is respect, and there is honor for the positions of parenting, sure. for the positions of, of serf, selfless service in a military, Absolutely. that we certainly honor. The, it's like our you know, um, big meeting of the year, the, the Easter. It's our Super Bowl, <laughs> you know, well, you know the this Easter month of celebration. May, the end of May, we have Memorial Day. Oh, my. And Memorial Day started out to honor uh, military Right. Who have not who have served, but who, but have, who have died in who have died in service, who have uh, died in service, right, right, or who have died having worn the uniform, right. having worn the uniform. And uh, what's what's interesting, I know a lot of you listening on the podcast may not relate to this, but but a lot of you will because it's a real southern thing. And like here in Oklahoma mm -hmm. and in Texas, especially up here in Oklahoma, it is a big big deal. Uh, and uh, what uh, every little town in Oklahoma, Renee, and, and a lot of little towns in Texas and little towns around the right, other parts of right. the country too, but especially here in Oklahoma, it's a big deal that every little tiny, tiny town in Oklahoma will will uh, set aside one Sunday in May and uh, call it Decoration Day. Oh. And uh, what they do in the old days, I mm -hmm. mean, I remember doing this, you know, as, as uh, coming up to visit Jackie and visit her, her relatives here in Oklahoma. I mean, I was raised in Texas, but all, a lot, she has lots and lots of relatives in Oklahoma. And, um, and so Decoration Day, each little town will choose one Sunday in May and call that Decoration Day for their town. And uh, and then all the relatives come. It's like a family reunion. In fact, Jackie's family still has family reunion on Decoration Day down here in a little town called Stigler, mm -hmm. uh, south of Tulsa here. And um, uh, the relatives will come in like a family reunion to make it a family reunion. And in the old days, they'd actually go to the cemetery where all the relatives were born. Excuse me, where all the relatives died, were, were, were buried. Hey. And uh, and they'd just, they'd just put out their, their blankets and their picnic lunch and bring their guitars or their, you know, whatever musical instruments they could play. The guitar's an easy transportable one, but some with accordions and tambourines. And uh, every family, you just be out there all day long on Sunday, right. uh, just with blankets spread on the ground, picnic lunches, delicious food. And then you'd go from place to place around the cemetery right. uh, and visit the friends uh, uh, you know, of the family mm -hmm. because they're, they've got their relatives buried there and somebody else got their relatives buried there and somebody right. else got their relatives. And so you see these people every year, you know, they're not even family, but you see them once a year on decoration day. And uh, it's just such a tremendous thing. Nowadays, you know, of course we like air conditioning. So now, uh, we'll, we'll go out to the cemetery and put, put flags or grave, uh, right. Uh, right. flowers on the cemetery, on the grave plots. But 
we'll go into into town to some you know a, a hotel or a convention center or or a church meeting room or a fellowship hall, and because we can have air conditioning, we'll eat our food there Thank and, God. and uh, play our <laughs> play our music there, and then That's go out right. to the cemetery later and put put flowers and stuff. But Decoration Day or Memorial Day Memorial. is a big 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 deal. Now Memorial Day, of course, doesn't change. It's a designated day. It's the right. last right. the last um, uh, Sunday or, or Monday of the now Monday of the of the month. But uh, but for years, but all these little towns, you know, they may they may choose the first Sunday or the second Sunday or the third Sunday or the fourth Sunday for their decoration day. But that's all about honor, which is what you were talking about, which made right. me think of it. It's right. all about honor. You're honoring those that have gone on before. Right. You remember those that have gone on before. Everybody remembers, you know, great grandma and great 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 grandma and great grandpa, and we talk about them and tell stories about them. And right. and some people bring album picture albums and show all the albums and. I know one year at Jackie's uh, family reunion a few years ago, we had one whole wall of a church fellowship hall down in Stigler. Uh, we had a whole family tree. And everybody that was there went up and added to that family tree because everybody knows oh, where wonderful. somebody belongs on that tree. That's right. You know, and so every 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 child off of the old progenitor, right, you right. know, would have their branch. And then, right. all, then, then people would have another one off of that branch and off of that branch. And you could follow the whole family tree down from way, way, way back. And all that, again, is about honor. So That's we, right. we want to say happy Mother's Day, even though it was last Sunday. Uh, <laughs> we want to say happy Mother's Day to all the mothers. And, and, it, and it's a big deal. It's not just, oh, it's Mother's Day. Oh, it's Father's Day. Oh, it's yeah. Easter. Oh, it's Christmas. No, oh, no, no. no. Those are all about honor. Well, it's like Veterans Day in November. That's about that's, right. that's about anybody that's worn the uniform. You know, I stand right. up whenever they say who's a veteran. Exactly. I stand up because I'm a I'm a veteran of you know of the of the that's Vietnam right. era Thank and uh, in service. the military. <laughs> and then uh, and, and then Memorial Day is for those who have actually died right. uh, in service. And then there's uh, Armed Forces Day, which is those that are currently serving. Mm-hmm. So all those mean something, and they're all about honor. Well, and thank God that's another foundation in our country that we have so many, if not all of the holidays, are to honor people that have gone on before. And the church should be busy about that. We have a generation of young people and uh, teenagers, young adults, Mm -hmm. people that are really bereft of knowing how to honor. Of course. And if we don't show them from the church and show them from the pulpit and show them by our leadership that it's important to honor the fathers and the foundation of those that we no, have absolutely. built everything on. Psalms talks about it so much. I've been reading some things in there, you know, too, about it. it says, you know, verses that would be so familiar to other people that the memory of the just is blessed. Is blessed. That's you right. know, that God delight that that God reverences the death of His saints, no, absolutely. and that he, that He's always reminding us of what Abraham did, what Isaac did, sure. what Samson did, what Joshua People did. People today say, "Oh, don't talk about the old guys." Yeah. But you know, God God talked about the old guys. Guys. Jesus right. talked about That's the old right. guys. Peter right. and Paul talked about the old guys. James yeah. and John talked about the old guys. And we certainly talk about the well, old guys. Well, you and I talk about, you know, not only the Bible, quote unquote, old guys, mm-hmm. but then we talk about the the men the and women that, been in that our mentored life. us. That's exactly. And that we're built on their foundation Absolutely. over we, the last 2,000 years. We stand years on the shoulders of giants. Of giants. There's probably not a week goes by that we don't talk, right. you and I don't talk about John Osteen, or we don't talk about Kenneth That's Hagen, right. or we don't talk about... And we talk about how we were raised. The people exactly, that influenced us, exactly. the pastors, Just the, church the parents. people that nobody will ever hear their yeah, name. What our grandparents but, did, what they said. I mean, some of your, I mean, just even, you know, the, the practical side.
outside of your little grandmother, some of her sayings were just hilariously funny. Oh, but they're so practical for day to day living. Yeah, they meant you something. Know? And they meant something. Well, I think something. I quoted my grandfather when we got out of bed this morning. And you said something that, that something about something was a big deal, and I said, "Yeah, my grandfather would have said it's a right smart. <laughs> that's <laughs> a right. That's a right smart thing to do. Yes, that's, that's a right, a right smart, smart thing. You know, and you just the arrogance of today's society is to think that you thought it all up and you just showed up under a le- cabbage patch sure. leaf, you know, and you've got it all together all by yourself. Sure. I, I always remarked about uh, there at Lakewood how people would walk into the doors of Lakewood, now a 60-year-old church, and act like Joel Osteen and everybody there just showed up for them. Right, exactly. exactly. <laughs> you know, and we'd have to tell them the story of, you know, this didn't happen overnight. Right. This has been now You know, they used to tell Brother century. Osteen, Joel's yeah. daddy, they used to tell John, they'd say, Oh, Doctor Osteen, uh, you're you're uh, Pastor Osteen. You're you're an overnight success. And of course, he'd always laugh. He'd say, That's right. He said, but the night was forty years long. Yeah, forty years. <laughs> he long. took forty years building that and thing. I think one of the best things as people now, you and I are getting, you know, as we've gotten older in life, is to is to impart. If we can just close this up today, Terry, uh, impart to this generation a sense of respect no, and honor and value. And that these holidays, of, as we've mentioned here, that we have here in America, <laughs> yes. are so valuable to give you a tool to teach and train the younger generation within your home. Because children don't know how to honor. They don't know how to give gifts. They Maybe don't we know. ought to do a whole podcast about honor. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of scriptures in the Bible there's about honor. There's a lot. And it, and it talks about, I mean, I was just reading here in Psalm 37 this morning, in Psalm 116 and Psalm 119, about how God expects us um, you know, like it said there about Abraham, Abraham said, the Lord said, for I know you. Right. He said that you'll teach your children these right, things. Right, right, right. And he said, don't be in another place like a horse or a mule that has right. to be, has to be jerked put a bit in bridle and you're jerked here and jerked there to made to be do, mm-hmm. doing something right. Where God says, I just want to look at you and you get the message. Yeah, yeah. I just want you to understand he heart said, to you need heart. To be, you need to be by the training of the eye. Just yeah, he said, I'll guide you. you with my yeah, eye. I'll just, I'll just look at you and you know what I want. Exactly. And, and if we look into the word of God, mm-hmm. figuratively, that's how God guides. Sure, and so if you and I let, today, let me say one thing before you sure. close this out about sure. this. Uh, I was thinking about when we started, uh, when I started out talking about Mother's Day and all that. Um, we do honor all those people. We do yes, honor our father and mother. The Bible goes on. To, uh, it, it says that the the first promise or the first commandment with, with promise. promise. Yes. Out of all the Ten Commandments, he said the, the first one that has a promise attached right. to it is honoring your father and your mother. And he says, That's if right. you honor your father and your mother, it will be well, well, well with you. Not sick or not bad or not blessed, terrible, but blessed, it will be blessed, well blessed with Jesus. you and you will live long on the earth. So your your actual longevity and, and whether That's you right. live long or die and early see good days. Uh, is, and see good days is... is, is uh, is attached to how you treat your parents. That's right. And you it know, really even if your parents is. weren't great parents or wonderful parents, you know, you, right. you still honored them. Right. And, uh, and it the doesn't mean you, you agree with everything they say. Right. It doesn't mean right. you, you live the lifestyle they lived if they lived a bad lifestyle. Right. But you still honor them and say, you know, that's my mother. Right. That's my father, and That's I'm right. going to honor them, and I'm going to take care of them. Well, and then it, and it just develops <clears throat> that that atmo- that attitude in your mind that you honor women, 
You honor Absolutely. the elderly. You honor a little child. Which isn't child. taught to anybody anymore yeah. except through the church. You certainly honor the unborn child. You oh, honor the elderly. God, yes. You honor, you just, you're just in a mindset of I'm going to show honor. I'm going to, like exactly the New right. Testament says, an honor preferring one another. Sure. So it's all of these things well, that the like church going, must like be taught. Going back to the women, women's lib of, of, of decades ago, mm-hmm. you know, where, where women said, you know, don't open my, my door for me. I can open my own door. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't open my car door. Don't open the, the, the house door. Don't, you know, don't pull my chair out. Don't, right, you know, right. and, and I had some of them just cuss me out back in the, you know, and say, I can, I said, you know, I didn't do this. Yeah, I didn't hold the door for you because I thought you were weak and couldn't do you it. Didn't do it I did it out of respect. You did it out of respect. Did it out of honor right. that right. I opened the door. You, <laughs> you know, but you know, don't don't get your dander up. I mean, right. I do it for elderly people. I do it for little kids. I don't even <laughs> do it for women. I do it for lots of people. Right. And uh, but anyway, there's a scripture that that uh, I think is interesting uh, with all this because I don't want to just leave it just honoring in the natural because Jesus Jesus was for that. That's right. But he took it further and said, you know, that's not near as important as going the spiritual things. That's right. And so uh, Luke um, uh, chapter 11 and verse 27 says, It came to pass as he spake these things, a certain woman of the company lifted up her voice and said to him, Blessed is the womb that bare you and the paps or the, or the breast that you have sucked. Mm-hmm. And so she wanted to stand up and make a big deal about Mary, you know, Mother Mary, about the mother of Jesus, and say, right. oh, let's, let's, let's get all excited and, and, and bless her womb and bless her breast because uh, she bare you and she gave you uh, milk, you know, she gave you suck. And, uh, and Jesus looked up at her and he said, yeah, but rather, blessed are they that hear the word of God and keep it. Right. So it's so yeah. Let's let's honor the mothers. Let's honor That's the right. fathers. Let's let's give honor where honors due. But spiritual things are still the higher standard. And he said, so so better than blessing my mother's breast and 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 womb. Uh, it's better those that hear the word of God and do it. Yeah, being still being doers, and it's the whole counsel of God, and it's an atmosphere and an attitude of praise and worship to the Lord, and honor and thanksgiving to Him, and then we turn around and we're just as polite and caring to other folks. So God's always trying to bring it to a much higher level, take you to other places, higher thinking about everything in the Word of God. Well, it's been our joy and our pleasure today to minister to you and we're believing that there's going to be much fruit in your life god will give you higher thoughts take you from a low class thinker to a high class thinker that's good (laughs) and help you be kind and very caring and full of the holy ghost it's like terry said it's not just the practical side it's the supernatural power of god that will help you do what you're what you're called to do in the earth in your generation well we love you thank you so much for listening today remember you can find us at terrymiseministries.org and terrymise.com we're grateful for the opportunity to speak to us if we can help you in any way contact us please We love you, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. You've been listening to a Mize Missions podcast. For all the latest updates to our global projects, speaking engagements, and social media, visit us at terrymize.com. You can partner with us to give living bread to dying men around the world. Get involved at terrymize.com. Until next time, thanks for joining us. This has been a presentation of Terry Mize Ministries.